Hey, look, we got this thing right on the first try. Oh, yeah. you. So it, it worked out just like I said it would, right? Sure did, sure did. <laughs> Thanks for the tutorial. Oh, you are so welcome. I was looking for a father's fight. So when I saw Blue Diamond, I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and accept it. Yeah, because that's it. F. Okay. AFF, that's what the blue thing was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how are you? Oh, man, I am great uh, for a Tuesday, a full work day. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So we have some people that are slowly coming in. Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go ahead and get started. So Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Question. Yes. You can hear me and my lighting is good. Yes, lighting is good. You're, okay. you're situated nicely. I can see your AFS on your shirt. Perfect. Because I know you fancy, so I had to come together now. <laughs> That's because I'm the host, so you know. <laughs> I know, Ryan, right? I had to come together. <laughs> so, good evening, everyone. I am Kenyatta Gray. I am the host of Girls Love Flights, Feelings, and Fashion Podcast. And tonight, joining me is someone very special, not only because she runs this amazing organization, but because she is also my family member. Yes, we are actually blood cousins. Our fathers are brothers. Absolutely. So I've been wanting to connect with Shanita about her organization, A Father's Fight, for some time, ever since she launched this organization. And we were going to do a blog. And then I was like, nah, that's just not going to do it any justice. We need to do something live where we are really talking about this thing and letting people know exactly what you do and what you stand for. So, Shanita, it is my absolute pleasure that our schedules were able to link up and that you're here with me tonight. Awesome. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> so I think did I ask about the family because I always like to ask about the family first. Everybody good? Everybody is good. Baby grandbaby's good. Everybody's good. Look, the grandbabies are great. I'm over here eating up one. That's why I don't really know what be going on in the world right now. <laughs> right. Um, I get clueless after work. I don't know what's going on. So um, <laughs> hopefully you you won't hear them in the background yelling at and the dogs and stuff, but I tried to get myself together. But everything yeah, together. I everything you. is good. All right, good. So, Shanita, we are going to get right into Let's get this to interview. It. All so right. Tell us, for those that may be participating in this live, tell us, what is a father's fight? Well, good question, and I'm glad you asked. All right, so a father's fight. A father's fight, really, in a nutshell, is an advocacy group. We are advocating for our fathers and the, their rights to be parents, their God-given right to parent their children. Yeah. So it is an advocacy group to bring awareness to the unfairness and the, you know, the treatment of our fathers that have to utilize the system to get their rights and get their visitations and things like that. So we also try to provide as much information as we, go, as we learn and grow to fathers that don't even know how to start or where right. to start in the fight to wow. uh, get in their parental rights. And then last but not least, mm -hmm. we try our best to be a support group, to let wow. fathers know that you're not the only one out there going through this. And sometimes mm -hmm. other fathers are going through maybe something worse than you. And mm -hmm. what we want to do is share information of how this father got over 
-hmm. with this other father to encourage them because there is a suicide rate that goes along with it. Oh, my. Really, Shanita? Yes. This is the real deal. And I have to tell you, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm not a father that yes. I'm just not aware of organizations that are doing what you're doing. But, you know, certainly I was very um, intrigued that a woman would be spearheading such an organization. Absolutely. So, Shanita, what in the world inspired you to start a father's fight? And I'm going to have my microphone because I think you might need to say some things. <laughs> look, look, and you know, I'm not, I'm not bashful. I'm not bashful. I know. <laughs> so, I know. Um, what inspired uh, this organization? Yes. Well, look, just like you said, you're not a father. Right. I'm not either. So yeah. I wouldn't have never known anything to this magnitude or what happens to fathers because I'm not a man. Right. However, I birthed one. Mm. I Amen. birthed a man. Yeah. And being front row uh, center to what has transpired in his personal life. And of course, that being my son, sometimes mm -hmm. when our children go through things, we try to find ways to support them and help them, mm -hmm. but also let them kind of handle their business. Yeah. And when he asked the question, he asked the question, he said, Ma, what about us? Nobody cares about us. Oh, Nobody cares about the fathers that mm. want to be a part of their children's life. Nobody cares. And so that he asked that question and it pondered in my head all night as I'm laying in the bed and I said, man, you know, I don't know what it feels like, mm -hmm. but I see what my son is going through. Yeah. And so the next day I said, son, well, what, how, how, how about we get out here and try to help fathers like you? Because he's a young father. Yeah. So young fathers mm -hmm. and older fathers, there's mm -hmm. definitely a different treatment oh. into how they get looked at and perceived. Are you saying by society? By society. Well, not okay. by society, one, and then mm -hmm. by the court system, two. Really? Because you're a young man. Uh-huh. Um, so, and then given in our community, you know, nothing race, races or anything like that, but just right. given in the African-American community mm -hmm. and being a young father, you know, you already are looked upon a certain type of way. And majority of the time, it's the deadbeat type. Mm, okay. So mm -hmm. they automatically treat mm -hmm. you as such. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right off the bat. When okay. Mm-hmm that question i asked him the next day what do you think we should do we should do something to get out here and help fathers like you and that's what inspired a father's fight to launch Gosh. i mean at the end of the day the a mother's now. love and a mother's desire to help her son bridge the gap between whatever's going on with his ability to see his children and him wanting to see his children right. that is absolutely amazing shanita yeah, you wow. know, we'll go, we'll go through walls for them babies now, no matter the age. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, when you really think about it, you actually launched a whole entire organization based on his question and his journey to be valued in a part of his daughter's life. That's it. That's I exactly sure, right. I and trying sure. to do it in a positive way because... And doing it in a positive way. That would actually help besides the ways that, you know, some, most, some of us have a past. Right. And, you know, we all was it cleaned up right. <laughs> to Hello. be able to handle certain situations when you bother our children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But as we mature, 
and yeah. uh, try to find and seek other ways other to do ways. things a little better. Right. This was all I could come up with <laughs> for now. Right. Keep you out of jail. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shanita, with this type of organization, you know, it touches on a lot of different things. Yes. And, you know, um, the, the family situations are such for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And so... Who do you have to help you with your organization? Do you have the help of like social workers, attorneys, or who do you, what kind of people help you? So when I first started, I used to get off work, change uh -huh. into my shirt, and uh -huh. go out in the street. I kind of was like my own promoter. Um, really? I used to go and I'm in the state of Mississippi and Biloxi is the area that I'm in. And I would change my uh, attire, take my federal government outfit off right. <laughs> and put my shirt on. And then yeah. I would go to uh, barbershops. Okay. I would go downtown. Wow. Yes, I would go to barbershops. I would take my little, at that time, I only had my little um, business card with uh -huh. half on it because I just didn't really know what to do. So I was like, well, I'm about to beat my own street team and I'm going to go and let people know that I'm out here. So yeah. what I started, that started me to going down to our legal aid uh, service right here in Mississippi. I met with the head attorney down there and I asked him if he could be a mentor to me because I don't know the laws. Again, I'm not the father. I don't understand what's going on. Right. So I went out to find and seek professionals. Yes. Now, it's difficult for a professional to um, connect and partnership because of the conflict of interest. Oh, okay. Okay. So what he advised me to do, he gave me some information. He told me how um, legal aid works in this office and okay. let that be the first place that I send my fathers if they have a question. Because mm, okay. the sooner that a father gets to legal aid, mm -hmm. um, if the mother comes, then they can't provide service to both. Oh, is that right? Okay. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. then I took my little street team self down uh -huh. to the court system. So I went down downtown okay, to Luxie, and I just walked in with my little shirt and my little, you know, skirt and uh, yeah. introduced myself to the bailiffs and the security officers and the security guard, handing out flyers and handing out my little business card and telling them what I was doing mm -hmm. and trying to meet lawyers, trying to meet X, Y, and Z, and they yeah. connected me with other people in the community uh, <laughs> my God. to help launch and push a father's fight. Because, again, I do get that look of, you're a woman. Why are you right. out here for us? Huh. Most men don't even believe women support them like that. Hello, Shanita. Mm -hmm. They don't even believe that it's a it's a mm -hmm. few good women or a lot of good women out here that actually support them. So I always get the deer in the headlights like, and you doing mm -hmm. what? Right. So mm -hmm. that's um, how I initially started learning and getting information, just walking into places, you know, going, <laughs> going through the... Uh, what you call that thing when they wand you down and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> going the through that. Like, hey. I mean, and then um, like a true grassroots organization. Yeah, that's it. And wow. on my my other days that I would be off, I would just get up on Fridays and I just go out and explore and just meet people and talk to them. So who I have on my team right now, I have people in the profession that I can ask questions of to to okay. make sure that I'm giving right information. And then also I have six different coas and their community um advocates uh in different states that's just pushing the father's fight wow. meaning they're letting people know that we're out here and we're this that and the third and they have um i have two coas in georgia um one in 
Connecticut Charity. I think Charity is up here. She's up here what? watching. Hey, Charity. Um, of course, my son um, right. and one here, Marcus, who has um, CMB. He's up here too. Marcus right. is one of my partners, and he kind of we kind of what he does and what I do kind of go together. Okay. So six different people. I didn't name everybody, but you know who right. you are. Different places that we're coming. You know, we're moving slow, but the train is moving. And they so volunteered you started in Biloxi, Mississippi, and now you are in different parts of the country. Yes. Amazing, Shanita. That is so impressive. Absolutely. And the fact that you've been able to recruit others that, that share the same desire with you to help fathers um, with their rights right. is something to be applauded. Absolutely. I had no idea, Shanita, that you were doing all of that. And it's fathers that want to be a part because they have a story. Yes. And yes. so they're like, I want to share my story. And a lot of fathers, they can't really say anything, especially if they're in the process of the right. proceedings and it's not over yet. But mm -hmm. when I tell you, I had no idea mm -hmm. of what men actually go through until mm -hmm. this organization. I can tell you stories for days. Well, Shanita, I mean, that's the very next question. Like, yes. can you describe, you know, one story of, you know, what it's like? What does that mean? that a father has been denied, how does that show up? So first, first and foremost, when a father is denied, we know initially the denial comes from the woman. Okay. Initially, okay. it's that mother that says, no, you can't come see little Johnny or no, you can't do X, Y, and Z, okay. which sends a father, depending on their financial situation, to a lawyer. Okay. That's normally how it always starts. That's how it starts. Okay. That's, because you don't get a, a mother taking a father to court so he can get his rights. Right. Mm-hmm. It's true. So once um mm -hmm. once the father, you know, feels like they should stand up and they should fight and they should do something to try to see their child, they either have to go to the lawyer if they can financially afford it. Or they uh -huh. have to seek legal aid and see if legal aid can financially help them in some, some sort. And then they get into the court system. Now, uh -huh. how they get denied in the court system? Uh -huh. What? How? <laughs> so what happens is, even if it's the father's case, the father uh -huh. is the one that initiated, paid the money, got the lawyer. Right. They are automatically treated like a deadbeat. Right off the bat. Really, right off that I'll mm. give you this one example um, one father uh, had his lawyer it was their first um, I'll say uh, first hearing mm -hmm. and the person was getting ready to start getting his uh, visitation okay his case lawyer says uh, the judge stands up and says to him yes we will you know give you this day that day these so many hours and right. once the mother uh, decided to show tears and do the sympathy thing. Right. Again, this father paid for this. The judge tells the father, well, if you're one minute late returning that child, uh -huh. I'm going to arrest you for kidnapping. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Father ain't seen the child in three, four months. Oh, my God. First hearing, again, this is his case because he paid for it. He's right. talked to and treated as if he's a criminal and he committed a crime. And he's not allowed to stand there and say anything because they can't talk. 
God. They just have to stand there. And if they have a lawyer, the lawyer has to do all the talking for them because they can't present, they can't come off in a way that makes them look aggressive. Right. Yeah. Attitude ish mm -hmm. because they will automatically lose mm -hmm. or they will get this, he's not fit type title. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how the system ends up making it even harder for them. Right. And also by the court dates and times taking so long. Mm -hmm. You can go six or seven months from the time mm -hmm. you started before you even get to court to see the child. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea it was like that for fathers, Shanita. Yes, ma'am. You are really opening my eyes up. So, Shanita, what kind of um, resources? I know you mentioned some things, but what other kind of resources does AFF provide for the fathers and do you have to be a member of AFF to benefit from your resources and services and expertise? So to answer the second part of the question first, no, you do not have to be a member. Um, what resources, like I said, because we are growing and we're learning, right. as soon as I learn something in a law or something in a different state, if yes. a father is in that state, I share it. Rather, okay. I say, hey, this is your legal office for where you are. Go talk to so-and-so. Or I know that the child support offices, Lord, I don't even want to talk about the child support people. Oh, Jesus, bring me back. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens in your state. So go check this out. Sometimes fathers give recommendations of lawyers that they may have used. And I can tell another father, well, try this lawyer out. This, you know, I got this recommendation for my father. So right now is a lot of information. And okay. it's a lot of pointing people in the right direction, right direction. as okay. soon as I learn it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, Shanita. So, Shanita, okay, so this is going to be an interesting question because okay. I know that this is an advocacy for fathers. And so we are presuming that these fathers, you know, have definitely been denied. But is there a screening process or some type of process to kind of verify these stories about, um, you know, that these um, fathers are coming to you with about being denied access to their children or their rights? Yeah. So right now we do not have a screening process in place because majority of the time when I get a message in my inbox, it's a question. Okay. Um, and then I'm just guiding them. You see what I'm okay. saying? But okay. eventually, you know, I had a few fundraisers. So right now, if we still have our little F funding, that eventually we want to move into a father. Now, once he's pointed in a direction, say if he doesn't have $50 to get that first consolation with the lawyer, yeah. I could be able to provide that, but not to the individual. Mm -hmm. I need you to provide me the lawyer information. Right. So we okay. can, a father's fight can actually pay a lawyer that $50 to ensure that, yeah, you do have an appointment. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. yeah. So that process, hopefully as we continue to grow, Right. And we'd be able to bless fathers that because sometimes you just don't have the $50 to go sit down and talk to a lawyer for an hour. It's true. It's Especially true. if you are a young college father. Right. Right. It's true. Wow. Do you are you seeing fathers as young as college students? Because I know your son is young. But are you seeing young? Yeah. What, what is the age range or is it all all ages of fathers that you have um, come in contact with? All ages. Really, Shana? From the 20s all mm -hmm. the way to, I have one father. Let me tell you, I have one father who is in his 40s. He, uh, in Atlanta area, worked with senators 
and wow. people in high places mm -hmm. and getting dragged through the mud. Mm -hmm. He originally is from Mississippi, and this mother was able to, they had the court proceedings right here in the state of Mississippi. This mother was able to take the child, move to Atlanta, and when he petitioned the court to make the mother bring the three children back, they said they couldn't make her come back, which she shouldn't have been allowed in the first place to cross state lines. Right. So then he ended up having to now pay money and go into the Atlanta area to mm -hmm. seek representation. Mm -hmm. And then, because he knows a lot of people, he called mm -hmm. the judge out that originally said that it wasn't nothing that they could do. Right. Um, it was false, and she shouldn't even handle the case. <laughs> mm -hmm. But he still didn't get the opportunity or get someone to make her bring the children back. So she lives in Atlanta, so now he has to drive and pay for everything to continue to fight. And this guy, he's, mm -hmm. over, 40, he's over 46. So not only are you dealing with fathers of all ages, you're dealing with fathers of all socioeconomic all levels, of life. all professions. This is just not like some broke down dad on that down on his luck. I mean, you're dealing with all kinds of people. Wow, Shanita. That all walks of life. When I, when I connected with the uh, legal aid uh, attorney here in Mississippi, he sat there and he looked at me. And you know, the first, when I told him what I was doing, the first thing he said was, you know, that happened to me. I'm talking about an attorney. Oh, God. Oh, I went God. through that. I went mm -hmm. through that. And he said, mm -hmm. and the judge, I'm an attorney. Mm -hmm. And they still treated me, and he was a he's a Caucasian man, male, mm -hmm. and he said and they treated me as if I'm homeless, mm -hmm. and I've been an attorney for over twenty years. Mm -hmm. Anybody, the system mm -hmm. is geared for the woman. For the woman. Mm -hmm. Wow, Shanita. So, Shanita, if there is a father on this live right now that is going through some of the very issues that you just pointed out, what bit of advice do you have for him right now? So, good question. Here's my first, first and very important advice to give this father. First and foremost, do not have it, and this is gonna sound crazy, seesaw communication with the mother. Really? Okay. Cease it all. Number one, cease all communication with the mother, okay? If you have to have any communication, it needs to be via email and okay. text only. Okay. Period. Because okay. what happens is a mother can take the, the simplest conversation as you reaching out to them to ask them how the child's doing to say that you're harassing them. I need a restraining order. Okay. And mm -hmm. so then that puts a whole nother spin yep. into first it was in family court, but now right. she needs a restraining order. So now we got to get a criminal lawyer. Criminal law. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. So that is, that's some really good information. I can see how that can kind of spiral out of control if you don't control it from the beginning. If you don't control it from the beginning, yeah. say you text this woman about your child two, three right. times. He harassing me. He keeps texting right. me. Blah, 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 blah. Do not right. go to their location. Do yes. not do any of that. We know cameras are everywhere nowadays. Right. So don't do no, none of that. If you yeah. have to get a lawyer, you do all your communication through your lawyer. And anything that is has to be said, it needs to be via text 
or via email, period.com, and keep the communication to a bare minimum. Wow. Okay. My second advice would be real talk. Real talk. Because mm -hmm. they can flip that thing on you. And the next mm -hmm. thing you know, you got a restraining order and a cop pulling up at your door talking about something. We got to arrest you. Oh, I need to drop them glasses. <laughs> Look, yeah. but I'm going to go ahead and stay right in the pocket. I'm second. What's number two? What's number two? <laughs> Look, number two is, would be if you have to seek legal representation, first off. Now, this going to sound crazy. If This going to sound real crazy. Know your law in the state. Know that if you have a child, say in Georgia, even if your name is on the birth certificate, you still need to go down and do the blood test to legitimize that child. Mm, mm, in North mm, Carolina, mm. if your name is on the birth certificate, you don't have to, that legitimizes the child. So in mm. Georgia, you can't even get nothing started until you can get that blood test and legitimize that child, saying that child is yours, even though your name is on that birth certificate, they don't care. Mm, 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 so that would be my my third advice get to know what your state requires for you as proof that you are the father god i didn't know that and it varies from each state varies from each state my goodness that's some you done dropped some gems tonight because i did not know that i just thought if it was his name was on the birth certificate that's your father you can't question it you can't challenge it that's it but that is not the case that is not the case Wow, Shanita. Mm, and so again, it always gives the woman the upper hand. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. And then I would say my last um, real advice would be remain calm. Don't ever yes. do anything threatening. Right. And don't stop fighting. Period. Mm -hmm. And don't stop fighting. Good. That is a great piece of advice, Shanita. And so do you operate off of donations? If anyone is participating in this live and they absolutely want to support a father's fight, how can we donate to a father's fight? So I do um, accept donations. I don't really uh, go out and solicit it too much because, again, I want to get my ground and my footing. And I was playing with the idea of if I was going to go a 501c or not because okay. I wanted to own it myself and right. make sure it goes the way I want to go. Um, so I've been kind of tabling that and just trying to see what would benefit a father's fight, whether I go okay. that route or not. So um, if somebody wanted to donate, just hit my page up and I'll give all that information out and I can tell you how um, to submit, you know, a few dollars or whatever. So that's just kind of, I'm laying a little low on that until I make sure uh, legally that I'm doing it the right way. Okay. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. So Shanita, what is next for a father's fight? We're at the end of this interview. It has been enlightening. You have educated me. I swear I didn't know a lot of these things that were going on. And so I, I definitely have walked away. I will walk away from this much um, smarter about a father's rights. And so what's next? What's, what's on the horizon? What's coming up next for a father's fight? So the most important piece of our next step is getting that foundation solid, meaning whether I'm becoming a 501C, um, I have been dragging my feet a little bit about getting my website because, again, I needed to know which direction I was going in. So getting my admin stuff solid and behind the scenes, getting that stuff done. So this is what's most important next. And it was supposed to be the year 2020, then COVID hit, and the way right. my job set up, 
it slowed me down a little bit. So yeah. um, that's next for us. And then if COVID wouldn't have uh, came in the way that it did, sometimes I, in this area, I get invited to a lot of things. I bet, yeah. So I get a lot. I, I get invited to come out and speak and share what a father fight, a father's fight is, and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, once all this stuff surpasses, we can start getting back there and going to festivals and so forth and so on, and just spreading the word that we're out here. Because by the fact, the mere fact that I've been out here, I made a few uh, females a little nervous. Yes, I, you know, I was thinking it, but I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to throw you off track. But I, I, I can imagine you're not making a lot of friends with women with this organization. Now, I, a lot of women love this organization, but the ones that's not right. The ones that's not right. They might feel some type of way, but they don't say nothing. Mm. Okay. Not to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I um what what is also next for Father's Fight is just for us to continue to grow, continue to build, and we're not a uh, a female or woman bashing organization because That's I'm right. a woman and I'm, I was a single parent. Right. Every father and every mother that's willing and want to be should have the right. And that's the bottom line to it. Right. Selfish reasons, selfish intent. The course got to change because mm -hmm. you cannot continue to have these fathers getting and in, going into depression, killing themselves because they, mm -hmm. it, they miss their children just as much as we do. But I never knew that because we would think, yeah. oh, they don't care. They don't have a bond. Well, yes, mm -hmm. they do. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. need to recognize it and pay attention to it. They do get depressed. I had to go to Mississippi and pull mine out of depression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 15 hours straight, she going to get there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it is so true. Now, this is going to be kind of like a curveball, but you know, mm -hmm. we live in, you know, um, in 2020. Families are made up of different ways. Now, exactly. Have you come across um, two fathers who may be battling mm. with, you know, custody as of yet? Or, I have you know, not. Denials. Okay. I have not. And okay. I've also helped not just fathers, but I've also helped grandparents um, that their son find themselves in this situation. I've also helped mothers. Mm-hmm. So this organization is for whoever is trying and they don't know where to start or where to go. And if I know where you should go or start in your state, I'm going to tell you where to go. I don't confirm whether you are being denied or not. That's okay. you got to go to the lawyer. And if you right. if you're not supposed to be going to a lawyer or you don't need to go to a lawyer, that's on you. But if you exactly. ask me who it is, I'm just going to tell you. Exactly. Okay, so Shanita, if I heard you correctly, you would, if a mother came to you and she's being denied, you would not turn her away. You would provide her with information as well. I have helped the mother as well. Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. Fantastic, yes, Shanita. Well, this has been most enlightening. So since, you know, my um, talk show is about travel yes. as well. So I got to ask all my guests, if we weren't in a COVID situation, where would you have traveled to this year or where do you plan to travel to this year? Well, COVID canceled by uh, Turks and Caicos trip in June. Oh, I love Turks and <laughs> um, It also canceled the, uh, a few of the family members uh, was going to come down to New Orleans for okay. a weekend. It canceled I that. that. You remember that? Yep. Uh -huh. So it canceled the Holly trip in New Orleans because we was going to go and cut up. <laughs> yes. Um, and it also canceled my uh, family reunion in on my mom's side in Virginia that we have. So 
And also, I just had an anniversary, so we didn't really get a chance to go do anything as well. Um, Happy anniversary! Yes! Look, <laughs> somebody dealing with me this long? <laughs> Kudos to you! Right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what we had planned this year. So next year, um, our Turks and Caicos trip is still up. I'm going to see if we can get New Orleans back um, together and add something else to it maybe my son should be graduating to college next year so thinking maybe hawaii or something exactly oh that's going to be nice yeah. so shanita we are at the end of this Yay. interview and i just want to give you an opportunity because your organization is just so um amazing and i know that it's going to continue to grow and you're going to change lives you're going to bring families together and so I just want you to know that I support you. I ever since I saw you yes. first post about yeah. a father's fight, I'm I'm behind you 100%. I'm going to donate, and however I can continue to help to spread the word, I will. Yes. Do you have any final words for anyone, whether it's a mother, a father, or anyone that has joined in on this um, podcast this evening? I want to end with you as the final word. My final word would be this. Um, we as women really need to understand how important that father role is for your daughter and for your son. Um, I am 46 and I didn't necessarily, I, of course I've always known my father, um, but I didn't have that guidance. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of how I felt and a lot of my aggressiveness growing up and coming through the years was because of bitterness and anger because I didn't have that. And I was a daddy's girl, but I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have that. So right. my final words would be take yourself out of it. You might have had that relationship with your father. Um, yes. Don't deny your children that experience because some of us get in our old age and we realize how hurt we have been over the years because mm. of what we didn't experience. Now, of course, my mom never kept my father away from us, but regardless of how the absentee father is, don't you be the reason. Yeah. Yes. Don't you be yeah. the reason. Yeah. And that's what I leave with. I leave you guys with. And, and we are definitely going to end on that note. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you all for joining the Girls Love Flights, Feelings, and Fashion podcast. And Shanita, one more time, tell our followers how they can follow you on Instagram. So on Instagram, it is AFF, A -F -F, A Father's Fight. Um, on Facebook, it's A Father's Fight. On LinkedIn, it's Shanita Bolden, but you'll see a father's fight up there. And Twitter, it's a father's fight. So you can reach me on all of those platforms. Send me a message if you have a question or if you have information that can help somebody. I solicit information more than I solicit money. All right. And that's the word right there. She yeah. solicits information more than money. So if you know of fathers, that are having issues or if you are aware of resources that can help fathers and mothers or anyone grandparents that are having issues having access to the children and the family that they love contact shanita bolden at aff absolutely shanita, it's been a pleasure i love you i love you cousin thank you so much i love you cousin and thank
everyone and have a oh, great guys. night. Y'all have a blessed night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Your, your own uh, motivational coach. Actually.